Hello, dear HSE family, and welcome back to our Hotelcast, the hospitality audio experience. Let's get real, folks. Marketing is one of the most commonly used terms across too many customer-facing playgrounds. To better define the real power behind fresh approaches to marketing, we invited top-notch experts from our network to our main stage powered by Duedo. Marike, Felix, Philip, Jackie, and Leah spill their views, opinions, and also secret recipes on how to body slam ride your digital endeavors. Enjoy the show, start to think different, and get to realize why our moderator Laura had to do almost nothing during the panel. Piece of cake. Make drop. So Felix, what are your biggest challenges on the marketing tech stack in the last year and in this year? Um, to be honest, quite challenging question to answer because as a little consultancy boutique, our uh, own tech stack is fully under control. Um, so perhaps I um, talk more about challenges our clients face. And there, um, as I mentioned earlier, it's more like tearing, still tearing down walls. And it's kind of funny because as I mentioned earlier, I'm working in the industry for 25 years now. And when I talk to, my, to the CEO of the company I started to work first for, he often says, Felix, these are exactly the same challenges we already faced 25 years ago. And he's right. Yeah, it's often it's not about technology, it's not about tech stack, it's about people, it's about human beings, it's about behavior patterns, it's about politics. It's not technology that solves problems, it's still how human beings implement the technology. And um, yeah, to help people to get across certain tipping points to yeah, get things happen. Philip, as a hotelier, what do you think? Um, well, I think if I, if I look at the student hotel, we basically came from a period where the company was grown very quickly uh, as a Dutch company, and then reached a point where there were hotels added that were not in Holland. And all of a sudden, especially marketing-wise, everything that works in one country does not necessarily work in all the other countries as well. I've worked 18 years for a French chain, Accor, and until today they think everything we do in Paris has to work in Stuttgart as well, which is obviously not true. But that understanding is probably one of the learnings when it comes to the last year. And um, uh, COVID actually worked a bit like a, a speeding tool on that to make sure that this uh, head office setup in marketing has been or was changed and is now going back locally to the hotels, which will uh, obviously face the next challenge because that means that I have to find the people that do the things better that I always criticize and I know already that is going to be an awful job to do. <laughs> Jackie, your point of view? Yeah, as a second hotel on yeah. stage? I can agree with Philip. So uh, coming from a hotel group that we do a lot of things in-house, uh, we are definitely challenging uh, finding the tools, the right tools to use. So we do try to do uh, cover everything we can, but you just have as much staff as you have. And um, it's a big challenge trying to get everything on the road that you're planning with staff shortage. Marike? <laughs> well, the challenges they, they are facing, we actually feel in the SaaS company as well. I mean, my main challenge at the moment, well, we have several, <laughs> but the main challenge is that the skeleton teams in the hotels are 
changing. They have new employees and they have new people starting, but like the people who are really like into Oki and got fully into it were like really, really into upselling, they, they left and now they have new employees and now you have to onboard them again. So you have to, our focus is now the product adoption and how do you educate them actually again uh, that's, yeah, the challenge comes back to us as well, and that is my main focus at the moment. That's well said. Um, I think for all marketers, no matter whether you're at the hotel or on the tech side, for me, I think it's always about cutting through the noise and standing out from everybody else and being authentic and having a brand that creates emotion as well as a connection because of the products that you have. Um, you know, people want to feel emotional connections to organizations, particularly on the hotel side. You know, you're there for memories and experiences, and so. So, you know, there's a lot of choices and, you know, groups like yours need to really stand out from everybody else who could be in the same city and offering something that's similar, um, at least in principle, it's a place to stay. And for us on the tech side, you know, there's lots of choices when it comes to technology and you have to figure out what's right for you. And so, you know, for us in marketing, we're trying to convey the spirit of the organization, the quality of the products that we have, but also, you know, who's best for for this product or this service? Like, what is the ideal customer? And, and how do you get people to love what you do? And how do you convey the emotion? Because all of us, you know, represent a brand and a team who they care deeply about what we do and they care about the quality and you just want to, you know, how do you say that in five words on the first block of a homepage and, and make sure it's SEO friendly. And so I find that cutting through the noise and, and being authentic, which people crave, is really one of the hardest things to do for any marketer all the time. Well, it must be hard for the hoteliers if your like your team is like moving or you had to let like, go of people and you want that branding. You want your people to be in love with your own brand and they are gone and you have to build that that love again. How is that? Yeah, it's difficult for sure. But uh, I think what we started doing now, especially during uh, the pandemic, where we were losing uh, lots of staff, sadly, uh, we were going back to the staff who's been with us such a long time. And it's um, funny to see our marketing team is really, really small, but we've grown out and you know involved the rest of the team because they know the product even better than the new people. So they know why they love the product and why the guests love the product. So we involve them. We started involving everybody, not just the marketing team, because everybody is creative, everybody loves our product, they're still with us because of that. So it's, um, it's a good, you know, just tip to don't just plan within your own team, involve everybody, involve the whole family, because it is, it we're hotels, it's a family. I think what helps as well, or what helped us, is if you if you identify a bit what you what or who you marketing to, or who do you put marketing on, and what your target audience, target group is, that um, will probably cut some resources as well to the to those things needed. So that was in our case quite simple because we decided well, obviously, students is at the moment something that helps us survive. 
let's put everything on them, and it was a good choice, I would say. But at the same time, and that's why I think marketing is so 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 wide. I mean, we on hotel side realized. I mean, we're standing here now at 10 minutes and speaking about stuff and talents. Mm -hmm. So we realized that marketing as well has something to do with the people that cater that love to our clients. That means as well we have to represent a brand and have a clear definition what we stand for towards the people that are working for and with us. And I think that's why um, the, the very corporate-minded side of marketing gets shifted a bit on a, on a human side as well because we obviously, everything we do has to be done by people. And if we talk about tech stack, I would, or about technology in general, let's call it more, out of my perspective, enabler for my team to work a bit better and work a bit easier. I think Brandon May once said he wants to cut down 80% of the boring jobs of receptionists to make sure that they got time for the cool stuff. But we all think that the cool stuff is always chatting with people, but when you work in a hotel, it's like 80% is uh, things that don't run smoothly, that <laughs> take a lot of time. Sure. But uh, so focusing on, on, on both ends of the counter is quite a new perspective that, that came across with COVID, I would say. Huh. May I ask you a question? Because no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do it anyway. Uh, you're quite known for for the employees being in front of it uh, in the marketing strategy. Like, do you have a, a process for it to involve the whole team in several hotels? Um, well, uh, let's let's split it between. TSH Berlin and TSH as a brand, probably that's, I cannot answer TSH as a brand quite good because I'm not that long in the company. But what you could see already when you open the website and you look on, on, on our website, on our roles, you will very easily uh, see Charlie McGregor, the founder, who is a cool cat, for sure. But you will as well see Lucien van Geffen, uh, if I pronounce it in a Dutch way correctly, who is our <laughs> head of marketing, uh, or not, head of partnerships, the first connector we had. So that role is something very unique. We have one person, one full-time employee does nothing else than uh, connecting the community, and his job is uh, very flashy and fancy. So go, go and check out the video on the website. It's quite cool because that's really his job, celebrating, having fun with all the people. Uh, and that as well includes our staff members. So when we do something, we want to include the students, the normal hotel guests, the long-stay guests, but as well staff members. So inviting our staff to be part of the community is part of the concept. For Berlin, I could say, I mean, it's easier if you have uh, a leadership team that has no issues in showing off. So I'm, if I'm on every stage, it's easy for my team to be on the stage as well. And very often we come to a moment where I cannot be in Berlin, so the team is required to grab a mic and, and do their own things. And my connector, my partnerships guy, he was a little uh, commercial break. He was, uh, I think, number seven in uh, African Idol of South Africa a couple of years ago. So he's a singer himself. He has multi-million streams on Spotify. So that's quite a cool thing for me as well because I don't have to be necessarily on every stage. Sometimes I just say, Dom, take it home. I'm gonna go and see my kids. So that's, that's quite cool. Yeah. I believe in your industry, you have something that um, approves my thesis from the, from the beginning, like tearing down walls, that theoretically, theoretically things are so easy, but bringing them to reality is a different ballgame. And what I heard from or today, what I learned, that you are struggling so much in terms of employees to get your, your teams, you don't have enough resources, so that's the starter for, okay, let's get the, bring the people in. And um, then you think about employer branding, but you really need to connect the dots from end to end. That's something that we tell a lot of other companies as well, that they have a very customer-centric approach, at least they think they have. 
And once we really dig deep into the custom experience mapping, and um, then you get quite quick to a point where you realize that it's not only about a custom experience, but also about an employee experience. Mm. But companies don't apply the same tools and the same effort to their employees than they do for the customers. But, and that applies to the hospitality industry multiple X, is that's the core of the custom experience, is your, is the employee experience. Uh, we we learn it the hard part. way. At the yeah. moment, we learn it the hard way. Exactly, yeah. and you really need to connect the dots. It's not about employer branding. Turn the employees into something that's really in the core of your universe and uh, really fill that with life and not only with nice slogans, um, mm. like we value our people and whatever, yeah, um, it's really, get them into the things that really make fun. I think it was something that when better. we were, when we've been speaking several times in advance of this discussion, we all agreed and share the experience that one of the new trends that people in hospitality should be really aware of is that the employees are the best brand ambassadors so that when you talk about marketing, you know, you're also talking about your employees as well. And so what we do in terms of internal marketing, and that's a big piece of what I do at Muse as well, or my team and I do, is we also look after, you know, what is the what are the things that we can do to help recruit the best talent, to keep the best talent, and to help them have the DNA of our company, which is incredibly important to us. And I think we all share this, but I agree. I think in hospitality, this is, you know, this is coming in a little bit as a, uh, you know, a little bit late maybe, or because of the pandemic, you would be closer to it than I am. Yeah, for sure. I agree, Leah. So this is something that it has hit us in the face, as it tells, and it, but it's been something that's been sneaking up on us. So if you would have listened a little bit more, I think we would have maybe seen it coming a bit sooner than we actually saw it coming. Um, so now we're standing in front of this issue, and it's something we need to work up ASAP. And I think it's a whole revolution that's uh, coming towards the industry. So it's not just, oh, people are leaving my hotel because they're getting better pay somewhere or because they like to you know, work closer to home. They're leaving the whole industry just because the industry has been sleeping so long, and we need to change big things. It's not we need to raise the, 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 the money or we need to cut the hours. We need to really change the way employees have been working and the startups are showing it how flexible one can be and that you can actually work and live in different cities and it works and why isn't this working for hotels yet so why aren't we looking at something like that it's a slow process and hotels do like to take it slow but I think we really need to wake up what's considering employing brand definitely but I think what we see is that there is a challenge, and that's what I tried to ask in the, in the previous session already. It is not on us as management to decide that we need enabling tools, because these enabling tools have to be giving a value to those people using it. And what we very often do is we think, oh, Oki is great, or this is great, let's add it, let's make more revenue here, let's add a little thing here. And at the end, there is this one receptionist standing there having to log in in constantly four or five different tools in five spreadsheets and jiggling around in all their things. And um, that, that some sort of well-being on that end is something we have to keep in mind. And that's why I think the task for marketing has been shifted as well on, on all the other sides because it is easier to say, hey, look, Philip, doesn't it make sense to upsell 8% of your 1 million revenue per week 
on our tool and then you make this and this profit more. And you say, yeah, actually that's quite good. But then you calculate in that you have to have somebody doing the work. And that's a bit what I try to answer before. So I think, yes, there is a, a shift in, in, in vision and the marketing perspective yeah. for all players on that market. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I mean, that's what Felix said, just connect the dots. Because there's enough tools that will help you uh, with the search staff that you have that will help you gain more revenue because in the end that's what we're all looking for. But if you have to uh, set up two new staff members to use the system, then it's not going to work. And probably because it's called new hotel marketing perspective. I, I like the word new, but um, <laughs> earlier there was this, on stage there was somebody and said, have you ever, I don't, sorry, I don't, I don't remember who it was. If you want to um, see how good a booking engine is, ask the hotelier to book a room on his own website. I really like that because a lot of the hoteliers not only fail, they will get pissed because it just sucks. But it's a bit, it's a bit the same. When you look on marketing, do we always have to invest the wheel new? If I look at some of the hotel pictures and I'm just talking about pictures I think come on guy any student can do a bit better picture there is no people on the on the pictures you just sell an empty room that looks like Ikea I'm not quite sure if that is new if we always need new things so sometimes probably it's reviewing what we have yeah. and the first thing that we said always hey whatever I do in the hotel whenever there's booze involved make sure you have a photographer and a videographer there to make sure that you got the most flashy and fancy pictures and videos you can have. Even when it's only 10 people, make sure it looks like fun and loud and action because people will buy that. That's what people buy. And I gotta be fair, it's a bit easier when you have a brand as Student Hotel. Yeah. I was working long enough for Accor. If you have a brand like Mercure, <laughs> it's an amazing <laughs> challenge, but it works. <laughs> but that's the thing is each, I mean, no matter what property you have, there is something that's unique and special about it. And even a budget hotel that works well is sometimes a really, really great thing because you need it and you need to push whatever that USP is, you have to push that. But the other side for me is that on one hand, you know, we talk about the brand strategy and then on the other side is the digital strategy. And I think it's really hard for the hospitality industry to get the resources together as we've talked about for a proper digital strategy, tech stack roadmap. And you keep hearing it time and time again in the sessions and they've been amazing sessions. So I hope that people will take the time to look at some of the live streams because I've been really impressed by the content. But there's probably one theme that's that's connecting all these sessions, which is people are saying, test new technology, you know, give it a try, have a roadmap, you know, build your tech stack, etc. But it requires resources to do that. And it's so, so important on the marketing side because you only have, you know, you have to be found and you only have two levers that you can pull to be found. You're either going to earn it or you're you're going to pay for it and you're going to have to get the traffic on your site. And so it's going to take a team and some resources. And I think I'd say that it's one of the things that has to evolve in the industry, which is to not just throw marketing to somebody who's also trying to manage guest experience, but actually give it to a small team who can really focus and who can be those people. Because otherwise it's, it's just technology. You've got to have the people and the process to go along with it. But if in that case you leverage the team for the content creation part, because user-generated content converts and 26% more than general content. So if you leverage content of your guests, your employees, and they focus on that, so that's a big chunk, and you focus on testing new stuff, and you have to be committed. You just can't test and just put it on and just wait to be successful. That one month you really have to go for it. 
you can't just test it and, and then hope for the best. And, and I think that's the way you have to improve. And you mentioned before, like having a roadmap. Yeah. Just where do you want to be in three months yeah. and in six months? Like, I want to have tested that, or I want to have the data. I've I want to have clean data in nine months. Yeah. Or set a roadmap. And that was also a very, very valid point of view. Yeah. And I wanted to make the point that you mentioned earlier with like um, having a brand. And I believe probably the same in the hospitality industry like in many other industries when we talk to SMB clients, they are pushed by their, da their daily business. It's more about short-term targets and I need to achieve that and I need to gain some additional revenue to close that gap to take care of these little steps. But it's so important if you really want to succeed to take that step back and really define what is your brand. And there are so many companies out there, not only in the hospitality industry, even if you talk to the top level management people, tell me in two or three sentences, the core of your brand, they struggle with it. And these are the types of homeworks you need to do before you even can consider to go down the paid and earned media road and um, to, to leverage your, your uh, user-generated content because, of course, you, you need to pull the people into the right direction. And I'm absolutely with you. Once you dig deeper, there is a special story about everything. Absolutely. And stories are such an important currency within our society. And that used to be even back in the ages when we still lived in caves. My theory, and nobody can tell me or prove me any difference, is that <laughs> when we were still sitting at the fireplace, the one who had the best story to tell was the one who was sitting closest to the fireplace, mm -hmm. which evolutionary put you into a better position. Yeah? And, um, and this didn't change today. Even with the, with the entire digital suite we are enjoying, it even accelerated that process, that the ones who have to tell the best story are sitting closest to the fireplace, and mm. that's where the sweet spot is. But there is one downside on that, or there's one thing that changed. Um, you have to add the word authentic because back at the fireplace you can literally tell everything because it was not able to really verify what it is and in our industry you could uh, make the best stories out of our rooms and about what they consist of and how the hotel looks like and how, how much people you have and how good the food is but you will always have people who have reviewed that and have shared that reviews and have that honest feedback on our property. So whatever we do in marketing, and that's probably something what I tried to say, you have to stay and be very authentic and, and, and honest with that. Because back at the fireplace, I could tell you I would have always been the closest to the fire, but just because you couldn't verify whether the story I told you was right. <laughs> I absolutely agree, but to be honest, I got rid of the term authentic Yeah. I think somewhere between 2010 and 2015, because it was one of the most used, overused words. So that's something he has. Yeah, but check some hotel websites. Standard. Check yeah. some hotel websites. I love, I have to say it in German. There's a favorite word that I have when it comes to description of hotel rooms. I say it in German, you're all gonna laugh. It's Licht durchflutet. <laughs> If you Google Licht durchflutet, I think every hotel has used that because it says literally nothing. It says nothing else that there is a, a window in your room, which is amazing as a description. <laughs> But that's one of the things. Yeah, you're right. But we, sh we have to rephrase that still. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and again, if Licht durchflutet is the one thing that differentiates you, you don't have a unique story to tell. Correct. And the attention span of the consumer is so tiny, mm. so you really need to focus on these 
two, three things that really differentiate you. Yeah. Because most people and most companies tend to tell t way too complex stories. Okay. I see people so, Googling Licht durchflutet here. That's amazing. <laughs> Very nice. You can Google as well timeless elegance, zeitlose eleganz. That's the other one that we always use. <laughs> Yeah, I, guess I think coming back to um, coming back to your roadmap as well. Um, if you have that set up, and it's really important to really think, where do I want to be in three months, or etc. When you have that set up, and you notice, oh, I'm missing uh, resources for this. Let's have a look at what tech can help me with these resources, or what do I have in house? Maybe I have a really creative photographer who, who yeah. it works at the front office, but he likes to take pictures in his free time. Talk to these people; they yeah. want to get more involved. Maybe I want to set up a podcast because I heard it's the new thing to do. Maybe you have really creative young people who would like to do this. Talk to, talk to your people. They like to get more involved. So if it's a podcast or a photograph, whatever you want, if you want to set it up and it's in your roadmap, be consistent, what you said, really pull it through and get your whole team involved, for sure. Yeah, tap into the internal resources. It's a great idea. And the content creation is a great place to start. And, and yes, exactly. If there are people with a passion for photography, and then the photography is part of the website and they see their own work integrated into the brand, they're going to be a lot less likely to leave because it feels a part of who they are. And so I think that, that is, um, that's how you can be clever and get more resource than you actually have, but also keep people really engaged and involved in, 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 in wonderful ways, actually, in very surprising ways. Well, at Oki, we, we do that as well. Like, okay, we're SaaS and we're not a hotel, but if somebody onboards, we have an onboarding with the marketing team. And of course, you go over all the details and, and, the, and the processes, boring, processes, <laughs> boring stuff. Yeah. But we also have a photo shoot. We make Giphys for you. What do you often say on Slack? Do, we, do you need a Giphy for that? You mm -hmm. will get your, your own Giphy or um, a sticker or any other content. And then we just uh, chat about how can we help each other? Maybe it's a musician, maybe it's into sustainability. We had a lot of colleagues who are into sustainability and they really wanted to do something with it. So we created a green week and we involved our whole customer base and our team. So we really, um, it's also really to keep the, the team engaged. That's uh, how and we use it. Just to go back to the pictures, that's a nice one to get back to my picture with the cave <laughs> because that's just how our brains work. Yeah, even in the cave, we started to paint at the walls, yeah, telling our stories. And that's just the way how humans are. Yeah? It's not that so many things change so dramatically. Another point we had in the pre-call, I think it's, it's worth mentioning, is when we talk about technology and about marketing, that um, people think in like digital, mobile, online, what we had in the other panel before, it's... Um, we are li not living in a digital world anymore. Digital has become part of our world. There is no digital world and a world anymore. So, um, and that does, the same thing applies to marketing. So you need to have a very good tech understanding because we are living in a technology-driven world. You won't be able to compete on a high level if you don't have that skill and that understanding of the tech stack, of the implications of technology and how things connect and uh, how, yeah, how the dots connect across multiple disciplines. Mm. So awesome being your host. I don't have to work. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have much time left. So what are your last and biggest secrets in your marketing career the last years? 
Um, you I want to tell. Yeah, okay. that I want to tell. <laughs> I've got to keep some secrets. Um, hmm, I think that for my, for my part, I would say um, uh, content is still everything. So um, that is still, um, and it doesn't change. So it's not new, but it just still leads. Um, And I think if I would leave one thing, I I don't think there's been a more exciting time to be in marketing and especially in hospitality. There's some really inspiring brands um, and student hotels for me is definitely one of them. There's just some amazing things going on in terms of how they look at their properties and what types of experiences they're building. And I'm completely inspired by it. I think that there is actually a revolution going on in the industry and if you if you scrape past the surface you'll see some incredible brands emerging and I think it's you know it's been a very hard time because of the pandemic. I can't think of a more devastating event for an industry but sort of out of the ashes you see these incredible innovations and some amazing brands and I'm, I'm really inspired and I think it's the best time actually to be in market in hospitality, so I would leave you with that thought. I love that. I don't even want to say anything anymore. That's great said. Yeah, I think if I could just uh, also, you know, you didn't say anything that's new to the world. Communication isn't new to us either. We've been doing it. Maybe it's fallen a little bit asleep and we we reconnect. Let's reconnect with our partners, with our employees, with everybody who's just staying in our hotel, if they're staying for a night or if they're working with us. We need to re-communicate with everybody and get on the same page because in the end, we all are going towards the same goal. So we really need to talk to each other how we can make it easier. And if it's talking to your partner, just you know, meeting up for a coffee or a digital Zoom to see what are my problems and how can he maybe help you because maybe he doesn't have the solution, but he knows the solution for somebody else. So it's, it's things like these, these events, it's so nice to catch up with everybody and just to see, oh, you guys have the same issue that we've been having since a while as well. How did you work with this? How did you make this work? And this, yeah, I think Communication is a good takeaway. Um, my biggest secret is I think a lot of people think that we have a very big marketing team and we don't. Uh, we, ha- we have three people and this, the secret is that somebody's dedicated to the content part, leveraging the team of writing. Somebody else is really solely focused on the distribution of it. And the, uh, the third one is focused on the brand and video content. So that is my secret. Also with skeleton teams, she can do a lot. <laughs> Um, well, I'm happy that we have not, we were not asked to look back because I hated that time. I'm very happy to have that feeling back, to have people back, because um, the core of our industry is dealing with people. So whatever we do is focusing on people. I'm quite happy that we can focus on both the guests and stuff. That was something that I always uh, had in my focus. There is a couple of marketing things that I would have in mind, and that's why as well I'm here for. I want to learn a lot. I have a restaurant in Berlin that is not performing to the standard that I want it to be because it never got a, a good marketing campaigning. So open them up to everybody who has, who can offer a good marketing campaigning, but I'm a pain in the ass and I have to know that. So what, before you approach me, make sure that you got something to sell. Um, so I want to do something with the restaurant and um, I want to look, and I said that before, in that area of the, the third place, the dritte Ort, um, between work and private life and that third place which can combine both. I see a lot of potential there. So I would need marketing to 
bring out the offer that I have in mind because I'm, I'm the storyteller. I always need a painter. I have it in my mind. I need somebody to put it on the wall. And then I'm, I'm pretty sure that we got something new to share, I hope, uh, in the beginning of next year for TSH Berlin. And obviously, thank you for the kudos with TSH. That has nothing to do with me. That's all head office, nothing to do with me. But the investment that we got, obviously, I hope that we will get some more and good-looking properties in, uh, in Germany. So I'm excited about that. And then I can see more brand campaignings out there. Uh, secret recipe. I don't have a secret recipe, I'm sorry. Um, so I think for me it's like being ambitious, think big and being passionate about what you do. And often people in my career laughed at me when I talked about my dreams and I raised the bar pretty high. And um, sometimes I didn't make it but I still jumped way higher than I would have jumped without being as ambitious. And, um, and I think that's, the, that's an important thing there. Many people are thinking in problems and challenges and start thinking in opportunities. And even the pandemic that really crushed your industry, yes, it's dramatically, but on the other hand, it creates so much new opportunities. And think in opportunities and exciting things that are, um, hap will happen in the future. Be passionate about it and then you will succeed. Thank you.